Alright, alright, ladies and gentlemen, that's right, that's right, this is Rep Yo City, man, 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 we're excited, we're excited to be here with y'all, man, I know it's strange, that's right, it's Friday night, we're not over there on Elations, but that's okay, though, that's okay, that's okay, though, (laughs) we're right here on the new URN with my man Slim Fee. And uh, we have a special guest tonight, man. We have a special guest, special guest. But before that special guest, man, you know how we kick off our show. So we're going to go ahead and kick it off the same way we usually kick it off, with the scripture of the night. So uh, if you're looking at the flyer, you know the flyer has a scripture on there. And that scripture is from Luke 16.10. And let's go ahead and get it started. 
Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. Amen, amen, and amen. So, like we love to tell y'all, man, read that at your leisure. Make sure that y'all check that out. So, uh, hey, read that, and that's very powerful, you know, scripture, man. I love that scripture, and it means a whole lot to me. So, I hope it means something to you all, man. And let's go ahead and get this party started right here on Friday nights, kicking it live on Rep Yo City, y'all. So, uh, without further ado... This young lady has, I mean, she's had a talk show before. She had her radio show. Um, she still has her ministry. She's doing her thing out there in the New Jersey area. Um, also, the New York area, she, I believe, goes back and forth. But we're going to let her explain it to you a little bit better than I can. So uh, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to Miss Christina. What's up, Christina? How you doing? How are you? Thank you for having me. Hey, no problem, no problem, no problem at all. Thank you for coming on. Yes, I'm so excited. Um, it's been a while, like you said. I did have my show, Christina's Couch. I'm still, you know, in the work, still trying to get that back up. Um, I have a lot, a lot to talk about on my show. As you know, I used to talk my brains out <laughs> on that show. Um, sure. I did a lot. <laughs> I <laughs> Preached, taught, you know, uh, informed a lot of people. Um, since then, um, I've moved into different things um, with God. You know, I'm Amen. now doing twofold. I'm doing ministry, and I'm also a business manager. Mm. Uh, okay. Besides being right. a mom full time, so right, yeah. right. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Yeah, I was going to ask you about your uh, your two little men. How they doing? Oh, they're taller than me. Amen. Amen. Well, before we get too deep into it and everything, I want you to let the folks know what city are you repping tonight? Um I'm repping this city of God, honestly. Um I I'm constantly going. I reside in New Jersey, but um, like you said, I do go back and forth to New York. I do a lot of my ministry between in Jersey and in New York. Um, it's just because God told me the different things, and I reach a lot of people from um, both state and city. So I, um, I'm all over, honestly. I'm constantly. I'm in New York. Um, up until like the last two months, I was in New York all last year, every other week. Mm. Um, I'm always connecting with people. Yeah, I do. I'm constantly on the run. I'm constantly networking and moving with people, you know, and um, I have a heart for um, the, the body of Christ. And Amen. we'll talk more about that. Um, Amen. Amen. Most definitely, most definitely. Um, one thing that you really, you know, that really struck me and I didn't know anything about as far as the manage, uh, the managing side of things. Um, so we can jump on into the ministry side and everything and you can uh, let the folks know exactly what you do have uh, going on right now. What do you have on your plate? Um, ministry wise, I actually, um, the last couple of years I've been building a women's ministry. Um, under the umbrella of, it's called Bhatia, um, which means Daughter of God International Ministries. Uh, I have the Single Moms Club, which is where I mentor and teach and embrace single moms, and I teach them and uh, mentor them into uh, retraining their brain and retraining their talk um, to become women of God, like a Proverbs 31 woman um, in a mother aspect um mm. simple things like just changing your vocabulary changing your mindset thinking of things, um, higher and thinking of things that um god has called to be greater um things like that it's not really um you know anything that's crazy because i do women of the church and then the world you know so it's kind of like a uh, a broad spectrum of what i do um uh, Honestly, helping like right now, um, do um, in a project where I'm helping uh, mothers in a shelter. I'm linking up with other people who are willing to help and just reaching out to women who need help. 
Mm. You know, they fell on yeah. hard times, and, you know, a helping hand is always needed. Um, so I'm doing that. And then I also do um, I also do what I call, what's called the Esther Project, which is teaching young women to wear their crown the way that God has created it to be worn. Amen. It's basically, it's based hmm. off of the, the um, whole um, book of Esther, where Esther came to the, the king just as she was. He noticed her, embraced her for who she was. She didn't, she didn't waver. She didn't fall. She didn't um, come from who she wasn't to try to fit in. She found her, and she realized who she was based on who she was, and she found favor with God and the king uh, because of it. Mm-hmm. And I teach young women, you know, young girls, starting from the age of like three or four. Um, those are my youngest two right now. I have a three-year-old and a four-year-old, and I teach them. Mm-hmm. They don't need to be, you know, uh, you know, mm-hmm. even. Their parents view sometimes. You, know, you don't need to dress like that. You don't need to, to dance like that. You don't need to um, talk like that. You know, good girls don't do that. Women of God don't act like that. You're a queen. You're, you know, God has called you to be something greater. Um, and I just speak affirmation into these women and these young girls. And I pray that, um, you know, the brokenness that sometimes happens between us as a grown women doesn't repeat this generation to our to our daughters. Right. So um, it's, I really want it to be a domino effect. Uh, my goal that I teach one and someone turns around and teaches the next. And it becomes a domino effect and it becomes a wave. Um, that's my prayer, really, that um, for any ministry that I do, that it's just a wave and a domino effect of what um, they want us to do. Because mm. that's how fire, you know, you know, uh, forms. Amen. You know, it's one, piece, one piece of paper gets on fire, and next thing you know, the whole forest is on fire. Mm-hmm. It's Amen. that spark, and that's what I want. Right. Right. Now, Amen. Amen. Yeah. I'm going to let uh, Slim jump on in there, man. Go ahead, uh, brother. Oh, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. Um, uh, it sounds like, like you're helping them really uh, lay the ground, the ground, the floor to the foundation. You know, and uh, get their minds right and aligned with God, and it's a blessing. Like, you, like you're helping them get a fresh start. You know, you say you have, um, you say you have uh, some is you know three and four years old. So, um, it's great. Um, what, uh, what's what's your other? You say you have another ministry uh, as a. Uh, what was the other one you said? Oh, my. So I do um, the single moms club, and I do the um, Esther Project. So it's for single moms and then for young women or young girls to, like, women age as adulthood. And then um, I also am a business manager. Okay, so, okay. Like, so I do ministry and then I do business. So um, I've been a promoter probably for the last 18 years of my life, and I got the opportunity to... Um, uh, to become a business manager to an empowerment speaker um, based out of Indianapolis. Uh, and he travels the world, he travels the country, and he speaks uh, value and purpose into uh, young young children, school to, you know, college, adults, um, organizations, uh, sports, mm. sports teams and organizations. Um, he writes curriculum he does coaching he does he does a lot but he focalizes on the things that um you know to get you from where you are today to where you need to be tomorrow he gives you the steps and um he just speaks life into um the you know the people that he's with one person at a time and you know his name is charity birch and um the name of his brand is uh his company is called value on purpose
all your uh, your main ministries between uh, the, the young ladies and the women's group. They, they basically happen between New Jersey and New York. So, uh, am I right? Yes. Yes. Okay. And, so, and, uh, and on top of that, I still do street ministry. I do um, I right. do stuff in the local fellowship churches. And... Right. Okay. Do uh, uh, has God given you a, a a vision yet of uh, uh, expanding, maybe uh, to some other states, or you know, maybe with a little bit of help or however it may go? Have, have you got a vision of, of this sort yet? Um, as in, like, speaking engagement and stuff like that? Yeah, speaking engagement. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, last year I did a women's conference around this time, a little bit, like, last March I did a women's conference. I've, um, okay. I spoke at a, um, spoke at one of the takeovers that Laro does. I don't know if you know He does, um, we used to get, like, um, artists together, and I spoke at one of his, um, takeovers, um, like I said, and I've done, um, I've spoken in local churches. I, I do Facebook okay. lives like every other day. <laughs> so I'm constantly, I'm constantly using the platform. I believe that the platform every day is, um, you know, what you, where you are. I'm constantly speaking to people. I believe that speaking, speaking life in dead situations, you know, like, um, Ezekiel spoke to the, the Valley of Dry Bones. I believe sometimes that um, God really puts you in the space of other people for a reason. That's right. And you might not understand it, but you have to use the greater thing inside of you to, you know, activate something inside someone else. So you might be that that um, that breath of life. You might be, there's a song um, that says, you're the only Jesus that someone will ever see. That right. song is so true. It was, it was written in 1970, I believe, by the Imperials. And it's so true. And it doesn't, you don't got to speak the Bible down mm-hmm. the throat of many people, you know, for them to know that you're set, set apart and different. You just need right. to live the life of Christ so that they turn, it says in the Bible that um, the Spirit will draw a man. So you just, right. you just plant the seed, you just, or you're the person that waters. You might be that person that the seed was planted prior to you being in their life, and now they're, um, they're, you know, you're doing the watering, and you, right. you miss that opportunity by thinking, oh, this person's annoying, or this person's frustrating, or I don't have time for this person, or this and the third. You're missing that that window that God has given you to minister to somebody. You know, I have met many people. I'm a single parent, too, and um, many women have come to me, and this is why God gave me um, this ministry, and it's so easy for me to flow in. It's because... Um, People look at me, people have come to me and been like, Christina, because of you, I haven't given up. And I've gone to God, mm-hmm. and God, if they understood that I cried every night, you know, for five years straight, if they understood that I was broken, that I was, you know, that I mm-hmm. didn't have anything. But, but God, God's a faithful God, and He always um, presents us flawless, always does that, because people don't know what we've been through. And mm-hmm. thank God I don't look like what I've been through. You know, and the glory shines through. It's a lot easier. It's a lot easier when you let God take over and you and you try to figure it out yourself. Amen. Praise God! Praise God! And you 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 went right right into a, a question I was about to. Well, uh, uh, yeah, really a question I was about to ask. I was about to ask you to. Uh, you know, uh, I heard that you were a singing mother, and I was about to ask you to. Uh, you know, maybe expound on that, say something encouraging to a single mother that may be listening right now, but you you went right into it. <laughs> Praise <laughs> God. So going right into the spirit of it. And that's a blessing. Um uh to your to your um to the point of uh young and and old people that you talk to, um could you expound on the uh the, the reception of it? of uh, uh, the people who receive at a young age and at an older age? To the, who, who receives it a little bit better, do you think? Um, I, I think, well, ch- children always receive things um, because everything's new to them. You know, whether right. it's, you know, a song. This is the thing, like, um, the devil's very, um, very, uh, very sly. Um, he knows that music will catch a child. You know, so even right. even with my sons, though, I have to 
tell them, um, would Jesus do this? Um, would, would, do we praise God to this music? Or do you, oh, that's what, that's, oh, if Jesus was sitting next to you, that's what he'd be saying it's okay to? And I kind of just let them make a decision, because my sons are 13 and 11, like I said. So it gets to the point where um, you have to instill at a young age, what would Jesus do? And you don't do it more of what would, what is Jesus saying, but what would Jesus do, doing, being in action? So with the young ones, I kind of, even like I teach children's church, I, you know, um, I try to relate it to nowadays. So you're in school, um, Jesus, you know, let's just say, you know, um, Jesus teaching in the, in the temple. So I would, if I was teaching the kids that, I'd say, you know, let's just say he was in, you know, that, that was your classroom. You know, he was teaching the teacher something that they didn't, that they didn't know. And, you know, he was humble about it. And, you know, you just teach kids. I believe in teaching kids um, life lessons at a young age. I've always done that with my sons, and I've seen it to be true. It's consistency. Teaching them life lessons, I think that they understand. Okay, you, um, oh, um, good girls don't dance like that. Or, hmm. you know, um, you know, that's not what God wants us to do. Or we don't dress like that. Or, no, that's too tight. Or that's, and you just think things. You know, yeah. oh, no, you, you know, but sometimes shooting down the child doesn't really uh, let them understand why it's happening, especially for girls. Sure. Because it's very hard nowadays to raise a daughter in society because everything um, dummies down the, the call of a, of a woman. So much right. so that uh, most women grown don't understand that when it says in the Bible that um, he who finds a wife uh, finds a good thing in favor with God, right? Mm-hmm. So that that scripture right there proves the fact that you were cre- you were born you were born and created a wife from this conception of birth. You were created right. from birth as a wife. There is nothing that you need to do but walk in that, that purpose of being a wife. You don't need to find right. a man. You don't need to put yourself out there to get a husband. It's his responsibility. God has created a man to come find you, and God has created one man to come find you at the right time. A lot of times we jump to, jump to the, the gun, and that's what a lot of, I've learned a lot of single moms, um, speaking with them and hearing their story and, you know, why they became single parents and what happened. You know, and just, I've, I've took years of just taking in why you did this, how did it happen? Mm-hmm. You know, if you could have changed it, what would you have changed? And even for myself, where did I go mm-hmm. wrong? You know, and not that, oh, I regret it, no. But understanding the the moment where you could have taken that, a different path, where the straight and narrow was calling you, but you wanted to take the wide, you know, the wide view. Mm-hmm. And right. I think that once we realize that, you know, as women and as young as young women, see, the thing is I try to teach them, well, you know what, if I would have just listened to my parents a little bit longer, you know, yes, the world was great. Yes, it was fun hanging out with my friends. Yes, I knew my boundaries. Yes, I knew what I had to do. But still, I still felt, you know, how, you know, there's certain things that we have to implement in our children, like just how much, how much Jesus, God loves us. That was the one thing as, a, as an adult, I never even knew God had to reveal himself to me um, and really say, like, you don't even know me, Christine, like, I'm your father. Like, do you mm-hmm. understand that you're royalty? And this is the one thing that God has really put into just in ministry in general, is really understanding the membership to Christ, your identity in Christ over anything. If you understand your identity in Christ, if you can teach a child that at a young age, they will never waver from it because they'll know, oh, no, that's my father and heaven never told me that. Oh, no, God said I'm good. I might not see that money right now. I might not see, you know, that car, that this issue resolved, but I know that he got me. You know, we sing the song as children. He got the whole world in his hands. But do we understand what that means? Hmm. Like, right. those are things that we teach our kids, but are we as adults understanding it so that we can give them the revelation of it? Amen. That's right. That's right. Amen. And this is the gap that God is really closing in on, especially now that we're closer to the end times. He's really showed me how to close the gap to the youth and really help them. Okay, you know, let's take simple simple things like, you know, math, the world. Hmm. Like, 
I, I teach I teach a lot of the kids just by sunsets or stars in the sky, stuff like that. Like, um, you know, if God gets to put so much detail to put all these stars and we can't even count them all in the sky, how, how much detail does he put into you? Hmm. How much do you think he cares about you? How much do you, do you realize that he loves you? It doesn't matter what man on earth says. A man is going to hurt you. Your parents are going to get you upset. You're going to cry. You're going to get upset. But that doesn't mean that they don't love you. God's going to tell you no many a time. But he's only telling you no because he said no, not right now. And a lot of times God speaks to me as if, um, you know, in the perspective of my kids where I'll be like, okay, hold on. God would be like, I do that to you too. Not right now. Yeah. In a minute. I want that cookie. No. I have I have a, a four course meal ready, but I want that cookie. No, you need to eat first. Why? Because there's certain nourishments that we need in our body in order for us to function, and that's what. And spiritually, we need the same thing. God's like, no, I need you to go through this test and trial so that when you get to the end, that that you know that Sunday will taste that much better. Right. You know, and I believe that that right there is really the heart where God is bringing you, like the membership of, of the body over anything. You know, it, just in general, like I really speak to both men, women, you know, just the, the body of Christ. Because the body of Christ itself fights against each other for what? For what? Like, we're all equal. God's made no one greater than the next. There's in the Bible that he's given us the same measure of faith so no one could boast or brag, meaning that we all, if he gave us all you know, at a level 10, we all have the capability to hit a level 10. Some of us will hit it, some of us won't hit it, but that's based on because of our own self, because we're lazy, we, we're, we're frustrated with God, we're upset with God, we don't understand God, we're not spending time with God, but that's not because God's not standing there. You know, we, we quote these scriptures, but this is the thing, we don't understand it. And this is, God told me a couple of years ago, gone are the days where you could just hear me phone and quote these scriptures. This is the things coming out of your mouth. If you're speaking these things, you have to understand that they're going to manifest. So if you're saying, if you're understanding and it says, I will never leave you nor forsake me, that means in layman's terms, I'm there every single step of the way. So how, you can't get mad at God and be like, God, where are you? Well, mm. stop, stop, turn around, look around you and say, oh, and look for his presence. Because, mm. you know, God told me one time, I'm everywhere. You have to, you have to find me in every moment of every day. Whether it's in the sun, whether you're having a bad day and you look at the sky and there's the sunshine, that's God. Whether you Amen. look out your window and you see the moon, that's God. Whether you feel the breeze, that's God. Whether it's a billboard that's that you know what I'm saying that just speaks life to you, that's God. God's in every moment of every day. We just have to notice His presence and we have to invite Him because He's not going to um, let us. You know, He's 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 a gentleman. He's not going to impose himself on us. So he's going to stand and wait there in in his glory and in his presence. And then when you, when you get so frustrated enough that you want to scream and yell, he's going to be like, stop screaming. I'm right here. I've been here the whole time. I have proof of it. I can show you. I can tell you where I was. And there was one time where God showed me, like, like he gave me, he like broke down my day. And he showed me I was here. I was, And he gave me, like, like, flashbacks of moments in the day. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I really learned early, like, don't challenge God. He has the answer for everything. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he'll show it to you. You know, he'll show you black and white. Cause that's how God works. Right. You know? Amen. Okay. Amen. Most definitely. Um, what I want to do right now is, is, since we did get started a little bit late and everything, um, I'm going to jump into a song, uh, maybe one or two songs, and then we're going to be right back with our special guest right here on Rep Your City. We'll be right back, y'all. Back in the building. It's hard to change when you're stuck in 
torn the chains when you stuck in your ways I'm praying God for a critical change I'm consecrating my days Satan lurking fully out of his cage It's like a raw line sticking to devour the age Can't get caught, my every thought is bound in the pages of life My only weapon to devour the Satan is strife I'm conversating with my fam cause they going through it Told them that God is the present strength, he'll bring you through it I spend time writing rhymes, gain a credit mind Huey P. Newton, the booth, touching them every time Redefine minds, I prevail on this narrow path Using my craft for credit good while I shake the past Cause it was nothing but a heartache and evil plots Many find me in the Lord, homie, I never thought Now I'm born with the blood, homie, he paid the cost Fools wanna go on all in and I can never stop It's all the change when you stuck in your ways I pray to God while I'm flipping the page Gotta remain sane, life is wrong plus it's never again Gotta focus through the blurriness to sin in my aim For real, it's all the change when you stuck in your ways Pray to God while I'm flipping the page Gotta remain sane, life is wrong plus it's never again Gotta focus through the blurriness to sin in my aim For real, Father God please forgive me for my wicked ways Trying to get it right cause I've been knowing this the end of days Jesus Christ stumbled through the night And God bless the poor five every time I see him Cause I ain't no better than nil Father, you be the reason For my success in this earth Through all the stress in this turf Pour my pain while I'm blessing this verse Arresting this curse Unless you keep the spirit at first Been through pain, you can see it fully clear in my eyes We all trying to survive Fully rise to the struggle To see a piece of paradise Before we bury the rubble Sometimes I sit and cry Young minds, they stay burned out Cause nowadays it's cool to be dumb And done to be smart for real It's all the change when you stuck in your ways I pray to God while I'm flipping the page Gotta remain sane Life is warm plus it's never again Gotta focus through the blurriness to sin in my aim For real, it's all the change when you stuck in your ways Pray to God while I'm flipping the page Gotta remain sane Life is warm plus it's never again Gotta focus through the blurriness to sin in my aim For real, it's all the change when you stuck in your ways I pray to God while I'm flipping the page Gotta remain sane Life is warm plus it's never again Gotta focus through the blurriness to sin in my aim For real it's all the change when you stuck in your ways Pray to God while I'm flipping the page Gotta remain sane Life is hard plus it's never again Gotta focus through the blurriness to sin in my aim For real Alright, alright Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen That was hard to change by Overcome Overcome is actually out of the uh, Cali area, man. That brother has been doing it for a while now, so y'all can uh, check him out. Once again, that was hard to change by Overcome. Once again, this is Rep Yo City, and we're sitting down with Christina, man. So if y'all recognize her voice, man, she used to have a show uh, back in the day right here on the URN called uh, Christina's Couch, uh, doing her thing, man, and uplifting and most definitely uh letting people know you know her journey and what god has put in her uh most definitely so my question for you uh christina is is basically um since i've known you i've always uh known you as being a passionate person for christ you know really loving god and really wanting to be a um you know stand up bold person for god now has that always been uh within you from a child and if so who did you get that from? Who wrote, who uh, raised you to be so strong? And where where did you first th- um, feel that love from God? Um, I remember being young, and um, I've I grew up in church um, since I've been I believe I was like two or three. My parents always had me in church, um, but. Not that I found the parts of it boring, but I remember being um, a teenager and um, really just praying. God just really drew me one time to really just pray with in the prayer room one time, and I, I just gave I just you know gave God anything that was inside of me. I didn't know if my prayer was working. I didn't know what was going on. Um, then I ended up going to the Brownsville Revival when I was 14 years old on spring break. Um, that right there, like, altered my life. Um, for those people that don't know, the Pentacle Revival was, like, one of the biggest ones to sleep during the, um, 1990s. And, um, it, it was huge. It, I went down there, I saw miracle signs and wonders, people falling out. I felt the presence of God like never before. 
um, I ended up at like 16, I ended up starting um, going with another youth group into the uh, the malls. So every, you know, we would have uh, evangelism um, days, and we would go and we would walk up to random people and say, "Hey, um, do you know that Jesus loves you? Do you know that Jesus died for you?" And I became really bold by doing that um, because mm-hmm. I actually would mm-hmm. talk to a lot of the kids that I actually went to school with. They would see me. They would see me throughout the week. Friday, I would be in like the busiest day in the mall. I would be out there telling them, "Hey, you know, Jesus loves you. You know, you see me every day." And then I started wearing what I called Jesus shirts to, to school, all through high school. I was just what they called the Jesus freak. I loved it. It was just who I was. Um, and I always prayed at a young age, like God, let them see you and me always. Mm-hmm. And you know, through my life, I, you know, after graduating. I went. I um, was part of the Bible club in college, and it, it was like really a slow progression. And then I had both my sons, and God really did a movement in me um, during my sons. I went through a um, something really um, dramatic in my like really um, crazy in my life, and then God really, you know, started working on me. But it wasn't until 2015. When I had broken up with my ex and I felt like my whole world was shattered, um, I was sitting on the floor of my room and I was crying. I was crying out to God. I'm like, God, this hamster will have to break. God, I can't do this any longer. Like, this is not how I want to live. Like, I can't. God, whatever it takes, whatever you got to do, you got to do it in me. And literally, I can't explain it any other way but this. Um, it was kind of like God gave, let me have an out-of-body experience while it was happening. I um, literally saw the hand of God reach into me. I was sitting on the floor. He reached through my body into my into my spirit and my soul, and, he, and it felt like my whole body just clicked. Mm. In that moment, like mm. this whatever, this rush of, of everything just, just broke over me. And um, for the first time in my life, I understood what purpose was. I understood why I was created. I understood what I needed to do. I knew from a young age that I had, there, were, there was a plan and a purpose on my life. My parents had told me, pastors had told me, people had prophesied into my life. Um, people, you know, said, you were going to be something great, but there was, I never knew what. And then 2015, God, this is, I think this is why God gave me the ministry that he, that he has, because God taught me who I was to him. That was the first thing he taught me. Mm. He literally was like, all right, get up, go look in the mirror, tell me what you see. And I gave God every single one of my flaws. I said to him, oh, I'm a single mom. I have no money in the bank. I, you know, I gave him all my flaws. I, I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm not working. I'm not doing this. And which was like, stop. He's like, let me tell you what I see. He started speaking life into me. And he thought, you're my daughter. You know, you're, you, you're, you're this, you're that. Um, nothing you will ever do will ever make me love you any less. Yes, you've fallen. Yes, you've been hurt. Yes, you've walked away, but I'm still here. And you're here now. And this is what's good. From this moment on, we're going to move forward. And I was, he said to me, are you ready for this? And I said, yes. From that moment on, he literally was just doing, like, open-heart surgery and, and, you know, and brain surgery and, like, gave me a new vision. And he, gave, and he taught me how to hear his voice. And, you know, he really went into the depths of who I was and, Every, like he resurfaced every pain and every hurt and unforgiveness and bitterness and misunderstandings and he brought back to remembrance every single thing and one by one he taught me how to overcome it. One by mm. one he showed me how to become who I was supposed to become and then once I got to the point where I knew how to speak life, he said, now I want you um, to become the, the prophet of your own life. And I was like, I don't even get what that means. I don't even know how to mm. prophesy. He was like, so he was like, for everything that you see, I want you to speak what you want. So if I was like, so if I had a negative bank account, he was like, I want you to say, I want you to speak life into that bank account. So I had to learn that I had to look up scripture and I had to learn the Bible all over again. And I had to use scripture with my prayer book. I, I asked God to teach me how to pray. And he, he brought me to people who, who are like dynamite in prayer, but it's not because of what they they say it's the anointing of what happens when they pray. Then I was like, all right, God, I want miracle signs and wonders to follow me all the days of my life. He brought me to people who um, who did, you know, who were walking in that. 
and I learned how to go on the street and pray for someone's rage and see it grow. I prayed, you know, I prayed that, you know, and I learned how to, you know, see people pray and vision be healed, all the stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and it just, and just things that, like, I, I prayed for had to manifest. So I had to speak it into my own life first because a lot of people mm-hmm. don't understand that people look for people look for the word of the prophet instead of the one who sent the prophet. And it's crazy because you could hear God, a, a prophecy from God is only a confirmation to what God has already told you in your private life. Right. It's a confirmation. And if it's something that's new, you then have to go back to God and say, God, you know, um, reveal this to me. And God will show you, yes, you know what? Because there's times where God speaks and you don't listen. So God will send a prophet to your life and have them speak into you. And then you... Um, you know, then you have to go back to God, and then God will open up and be like, yes, this is what you need to do, and, you know, commit it back to God, and then God will open it up and give you that, that task. You need to fulfill that. But um, one of the hardest things speaking into my life was, um, you know, just seeing situations become what they weren't. But I had to learn that I had that the soil that, you know, your words are the seeds for the soil of your life. Mm-hmm. And if you don't put good seed in there, it's not going to produce the harvest that you need. So that's what I had to learn. And so by doing that, I actually correct people when they speak. Like, like my biggest thing is when people are like, oh, I'm broke. I I always tell people, you know, you're in in between blessings. Hmm. Because that invokes invokes God to say, you know what? Mm, I have to bless you because you're, you're standing on my word. Because it says in the Bible that the birds of the air don't worry about tomorrow. So Amen. why are we worrying about tomorrow? So Amen. God, if you feed your birds, God, you need to feed me. God, you you said that you know, and I just started. I go to God. Well, it's just to come to Him boldly. And God, you know, and I got upset. There's times where I get upset with situations. I go to God, and I was like, God, but you said, Father God, that I'm the lender and not the borrower. God, you said that I'm above and not beneath. You said that I'm the head and not the tail. God. You said that this this is what your word said in these scriptures. So, Father God, I pray that this will be my life. God, I'm going to speak this into my life. For so God, it is so and so it is. Hmm. And I just start, you know, praying the Bible into existence. And I believe that's one of the biggest things that a lot of us in the body don't do. We, we pray things but we don't understand sometimes what we're asking. Like when you pray for the sick, you don't have to ask God to heal the sick. You, It says in the Bible to just... Um, speak to the sick and they shall and they shall recover, which means that you got to just command that sickness to go in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Um, that cloth needs to be out. That cloth has no authority here. This person's, you know, covered with the blood of Jesus. That cloth is no longer allowed to linger. Recover, recover their body with the blood of Jesus. Jesus, you died on the cross so that with one drop they are purged. Father, we can speak life into them. We speak healing into them. We speak, and that's it. In Jesus' name, Amen. It's it's simple because the devil has to flee at the name of Jesus, and he has to bow at the command of at the command of your voice because we are are kings of of the, of this earth. We will, the devil has deceived the, um, the, the body of Christ into believing that they mm-hmm. rule nothing, that they have no authority. No, it says that God when God made Adam, He gave him authority for all creatures of the land and all everything on this earth. So because we're from the seed of Adam, we then have inherited that. God is the the kingdom of heaven is here on earth. We're manifesting what we what our father does. When Jesus came to earth, he said, I only do what I see my father do. He manifested heaven on earth. So Amen. we need to take we need to take heed because Jesus said to said to us Greater work shall you do. That means he already told us. He only lived to 33. So if you live past 33, you have should have already done more than what Jesus had done. You should have already done it. All the miracle signs and wonders that Jesus did should already be under your belt. All the prophecy that Jesus did should already be said out of your mouth. All the life that Jesus has shown, we should already be doing. Why? Because it says, greater work shall you do. That means that everything that I've done plus so much more we have access to. Hmm. Right. Amen. Amen. Most definitely. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Boy, I'm telling you, uh, powerful, powerful testimony, powerful, uh, you know, um, 
um, sermon, uh, basically, uh, most definitely. Um, if anybody wanted to help and, you know, donate to you, donate to the ministry that you're working with, how can they go about doing so? Um, to donate to the ministry, I have a PayPal. It's under Batya Ministries at AOL.com. So it's B-A-T-Y-A-H-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-I-E-S at AOL.com. That's my PayPal. Um, you could always um, find me on Facebook at Batya Ministries. And if you can't find it under that, you can just put the at, the at sign. Um, reaching, reaching the generations now, and it'll pop up under under my name, and then you'll be able to. You could always inbox me a message, and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Um, under about your ministries, it's also like I said, the Single Mothers Club, and then um, the Esther Project. So you can, if you log on to that page, you'll always find out what's going on with those two. Um, so. Ministry-wise, you could find me and go through there. You could always look on my Facebook page, Christina Iorio. It's C-R-I-S-T-I-N-A. Iorio is I-O-R-I-O. Just my face, and you click on. Um, I usually accept all, everyone who comes on my page, as long as um, you are in God's sense, I will <laughs> accept you. Um, Business-wise, you can find, you can email me if you do want to um, book um, Jared, the empowerment speaker. You could you could email me at Christina C R I S T I N A dot manager at valueonpurpose.com. You can look on the website and at valueonpurpose.com to find out anything you need to know. Um, and that's basically all my outlets. Um, if you want me on Instagram, it's at Ms. M S Iorio I O R I O and I'm always on Facebook Live. She can always watch me there. Um, and I I try very hard to keep in contact with um, everyone who's on there. Yeah. All right. All right. Fantastic. Good Fantastic. Um, just to let y'all know out there, man, that's listening and that's uh, supporting, this show didn't, um, well, I'm not even going to say that. This show ran exactly the way it was supposed to run. So um, I'm just going to put it that yeah. way. But uh, everything within far as our segments and everything, what we're going to have to do is we're going to we're going to post them to Facebook, um, our business of the episode and also our artists of the episode. Um Basically, we're going to go ahead and just post them on the Facebook, but that's why I'm saying this show ran exactly the way, you know, that God had planned for this show to run. So, hey, I'm not mad at it whatsoever. Um, it was kind of surreal for me, though, um, having Christina on that side of the mic and actually interviewing her because <laughs> this is this is the first time I ever had really had this interaction uh, with her and really hearing her testimony and you know where God um, found her and um, and the purpose you know within her life um, you know to go out and be bold and how she became so bold and things of that nature uh, I was really touched by that I was really touched by her uh, testimony and everything so I've learned a lot more you know, about her and her walk and the things that, um, you know, a little bit of the things that she's been through. So uh, amen to that. And um, God bless you, Christina. Thank you very much for coming on the show. And before you go, I just want you, you know, once again, um, give a word of encouragement to the young ladies out there, because this week, actually, you know, this week has worked out, you know, fairly well, pretty well. We had, um, uh, Karita on Wednesday, and then we have you tonight. So, ladies uh, took over the week. So, <laughs> so definitely, <laughs> yeah, our sisters, our sisters took over the week. So, I was happy about that. So, uh, you know, once again, let the ladies know out there, let the young ladies know out there, the grown women out there, uh, give them a word of encouragement, man, because there's a lot going on right now. I see a lot of good going on, though. I see a lot of um. Uh, women coming together and trying to uplift each other and things of that nature. Uh, but I do also see, still see a lot of 
bashing of our opposite sex, you know, bashing of our women, putting yeah. them down, yeah. not giving them to just do that, you know, that God has put them here to to receive. And that's something that really needs to be, you know, alleviated. That's something that needs to stop. You know, there's yeah. a lot of disrespect that is going on with our women out there, especially when you'll stand back and watch a teenage boy on YouTube walk up to a girl and just slap her with a crowd of other guys standing around watching this. I'm like, okay, come on. How in the world can you just stand there and watch something like this? This is when you know our world is really Mm -hmm. being flipped upside down. So, um, yeah. definitely let let these young ladies know out there that they're stronger than what the world is trying to let them believe that they are. Right. Um, just a side note on that is um, those young men who are watching, that is, they've learned that behavior. That's behavior that's been learned, mm-hmm. whether it's through society, music videos, the favorite rappers, these movies, their daddy, their, the absence of a daddy, all the stuff. Um, the problem is, is that the devil came in and he desensitized men and he has stripped the role of who a man really is in life. Mm-hmm. Because of that, women now feel that they have to do both men and women's um, roles, and that is not of God. So my word to the women is, one, know who you are in God. If you have a question about it, you could always inbox me a finally, you could call me. Um, I have a ministry phone number. Um, it's it could be the right one, but I always um, I do always answer this phone for women. It's six zero nine seven three two two zero four nine, and that's my ministry line. And leave me a message. I will get back to you. I will pray with you. Um, but know who you are in Christ. Number one. Number two is there's no competition um, in life. God has created all of us to have our own lives. Um, though we all don't, a lot of us do some of the same things. You're, you know, let's just say you paint. You're a great painter. Well, the next painter is in your competition because your painting comes from a place, a perspective from the life that you have lived. No one, there's no two people on earth that live the same life. Even if you're in the same moment, your perspective on it is different from the person who's standing next to you. So, your lane is your lane, and nobody, nobody can ever enter that lane because God has not created that person to be in your lane. And then the third thing is um, just enjoy. I, my biggest thing with young women and just women is enjoy your who you are, the differences, the the the, the good, the bad, the ugly, the indifferent. It's it's all used. Um, for the glory of God in the end. Yes, we're not telling you to go out there and be ratchet and it's okay. No, what I'm telling you is is that it's okay to have flaws. It's okay not to be perfect. It's okay not to fit into a mold because God did not create you to be the mold. We have to understand in general, God has created all of us in the image of Him. God is huge. God does not have to duplicate anybody at all, ever. He can make millions upon billions of people and never duplicate anything about them. And because of that, when God created you, he shattered the mold because there's no two people alike. So when your mold was shattered, it means that God had given you a position to be you. Everything that's put inside of you needs to come out. And that means that the world needs something that you have inside of you, no matter who it is. God God created that, and he needs it. It's Don't let people stifle it because they don't understand it. Give it to God and let God open the doors for you. It says in the Bible that um, it gives him like room for you. Sometimes that means money. Sometimes that means that God will open the right doors. Sometimes that means that he'll position you in front of the right people. Sometimes it means that people are going to favor you, and they're going to, um, but, you know, you're going to stand in front of the right people, and they're going to put you in places. You're not going to have to apply for every job. You're going to find favor, and God's going to put you in a job that you didn't even apply for. Mm -hmm. And that is my message to, to, to everyone. Just enjoy who you are. Understand your likeness in God. Understand your, your the, the love that your father has for you, and just know that um, you don't have to be 
you know, a spitting image of anything. You know, don't tell me your your calling down, your your mental status down. Don't tell me um, your wisdom down. Don't do it because the people around you need you. You might just be the light in the darkness. Don't uh, dim it for anything or anyone. The devil's going to try to tell you that you're not good enough. You're, you're never going to make it. You're not worth it. It's not for you. No, it's mine. If God says it's mine, it's mine. Amen. And you need to come for everything that. That everything that is for you and everything that the devil stole from your past too, from your parents, the things that your parents can get, the things that you want your kids to get. You got to clean your own territory, and you got to fight these battles in the spiritual realm. You got to war with the devils. It says in the Bible that the kingdom of God suffers violence, but the violence take it by force. That means you got to go in there, kick the, war, the walls of the devil, you know, the devil and the demons down, and say, "Thank you, this is mine." Thank you, this he is mine. Thank you, these kids are mine. Thank you, these, you know, this career is one for Christ. My calling is one for Christ. And you just have to label the things, and you need to put a line in the sand and say, today is the day that I'm no longer going to let any generational curse, any ancestral curse, any anything that the devil says, oh, my grandma had it, my grandfather had it, oh, no, that's okay. The buck has stopped at me. No, I'm no longer going to say this is acceptable. It's okay. It's okay to stand out, and believe me, God wants you to stand out. If everyone started standing out, the light of Christ would be so bright that the things of the devil wouldn't be able to stand. Amen. 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 <laughs> All right. All right. Well, once again, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let me let y'all know this is Rep Your City. And um, once again, thank you very much, Christina, for being on our show tonight. As always, brother Slim Feezy. Thank you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Um, y'all will hear the replay of this show, uh, the replay of the show Monday night on ChristLikeRadio.com, ChristLikeRadio.com, uh, same time, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but 9 p.m. Uh, Pacific Time, because they're in Arizona, so all my Arizona folks out there, stand up and listen to, uh, this awesome episode of Rep Your City. Uh, we're going to be ending this episode with our sister out of out of Cali, um, Eternal, My Cup, G Mix, featuring yeah. Serve. So uh, once again, man, y'all have a good night. Good night, good night. God bless, and let's go. For me, I'll be through here, I just had to breathe They was seen, I was humble, why you with me? Real life, real fight, it ain't nothing nice Things ain't always right, keep my game on tight You say I come from nothing, boy, you might be right Got a nothing headers, just be talking about They ain't really saying nothing, yeah, yeah Can you do the bus and all they want it Ain't no bluffing, gotta live, you live for something, yeah Cup running over, yeah, keep me coming Got the devil Talking with no understanding. I come from here, been through here. I just had to breathe. They were seen, now was humble. Why you envy me? Sometimes I'm down, sometimes I'm up. All I need is God to fill my cup. Keep my cup on board. Keep my cup on board. Sometimes I'm down, sometimes I'm up. All I need is God to fill my cup. Trying to make a play Should I roll in position He well equipped to win the race Man, I prayed for this Hustle hard all day for this Hey, God, I was made for this And you don't even know the hell Sweat blood trail in his pain Sacrifice to fit these shoes Kind of mind myself a Jacob I was supposed to die for you Now the cup is running over From all the pain I endured If the game is life or death Then I know I'm insured
You could be going through a hard time and can't see People talking with no understanding I come from hell, been through hell, I just had to breathe They was hating, I was humble, why you envy me? Why you envy me? Sometimes. 